Welcome back to At The Buzzer. I'm Tyler Fertel, alongside my co-host, Dean McCollum, Campbell Klein, and Andrew Lubliner. And today, we'll be discussing the upcoming NFL Conference Championship round. Okay, so first, I'm going to go over the divisional games, uh, their final results. So, on Saturday, January 16th, the Rams lost to the Green Bay Packers 32-18, and the Buffalo Bills defeated the Ravens 17-13. And then on Sunday, January 17th, the Kansas City Chiefs defeated the Cleveland Browns 22-17. And the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, in a bit of an upset, defeated the New Orleans Saints 30-20. So therefore, the uh, AFC Championship game is between the Buffalo Bills and the Kansas City Chiefs. And the NFC Conference Championship game is between the Packers and the Buccaneers. So... First, we're going to talk about the Packers-Buccaneers game, as that is the first game on deck for uh, this uh, this upcoming weekend for this NFL slate. So, Dean, we're going to start with you, because I know you are a huge Packers fan, as I'm guessing do all of our other listeners. Um, so, yeah, we're going to start with you on this one. All right, so I'm going to start off with just previewing this matchup. I think that this is going to be... Uh, the, the game of the weekend uh, for this upcoming weekend, the championship round, because I think this will be a super, super close game. Although that uh, the Buccaneers destroyed the Packers uh, earlier in the regular season, 38-10, to scoring 38 unanswered points after being down 10-0, I still think that the Packers are going to definitely give the Buccaneers a run for their money, as I think that they had the most complete game and played the best out of all teams in the divisional round. So if I'm going to make my prediction right now, I'm going to have to go with the Green Bay Packers to advance to the Super Bowl because I'm just going to take Aaron Rodgers right now over Tom Brady. I think that Aaron Rodgers uh, and the Packers' entire offense is just way better connected, and they have a lot more chemistry. Although the Buccaneers have a very high-powered offense with Tom Brady, Mike Evans, Chris Godwin, Leonard Fournette, Ronald Jones, Chris Godwin, all those guys, I'm still going to have to take the Packers because... Aaron Rodgers has just looked unstoppable, especially with that connection to Devontae Adams. I think it'll be super hard to contain for the Buccaneers. And yeah, I'm going to go with the Packers to advance to the Super Bowl. Well, pretty unbiased uh, answer from Dean right there. The lonely Packers fan uh, out of all of us here. Um, but seriously, though, I really think it's going to be the best game of the weekend, like you said. Um, I think just... it arguably the two greatest quarterbacks of all time going head to head in this matchup, which is going to be really fun to watch. We already saw um, a lot of people made it out to seem that Devonta Adams kind of destroyed Jalen Ramsey when really outside of that one touchdown play, he didn't really get much against Ramsey directly, but the Buccaneers don't have a shutdown corner like that. So I think that definitely it's going to be a very tough matchup for them in this game. Another thing about the uh, the Packers is their run game between Aaron Jones, um, A.J. Dillon, who's now getting carries, and Jamal Williams. Um, they're really using all three of their running backs um, collectively, and collectively their offensive line is, block, is run blocking really well and giving Aaron Rodgers a ton of time um, in the pocket to make passes. Um, a guy that I think got snubbed of a Pro Bowl, Robert Tunyon, he's been playing really well for them. Uh, I was a proud fantasy owner of Robert Tunyon, so I like him a lot. Um, and for the Packers' defense, uh, their defensive line, especially Rashawn Gary, the past few games, has been really active getting to the quarterback. Um, and I, I think the Packers are definitely in a very good uh, place to win this game. Obviously, they have home field advantage, which even though there's not full capacity of fans, it's definitely a huge advantage 
for the Green Bay Packers to be playing at home. But for the Buccaneers side, um, they have the greatest quarterback in the game uh, or of all time, excuse me, uh, Tom Brady. And the Bucs uh, offense against the Saints, they basically showed us that they can run the ball effectively with Ronald Jones and Leonard Fournette, which is going to be key because the Packers, their biggest weakness probably in their entire team is run defense. So I feel like um, if the Bucks can run the ball, then they'll keep the uh, they can keep the Packers defense uh, off balance and mix in their play action pass because Tom Brady he's one of the most accurate quarterbacks of all time and he throws so many accurate passes in the playoffs um, and just the amount of weapons he has between Go- uh, Godwin and Evans and Gronk and Brown like there's always someone open and there's even receivers that I've never even heard of on the Bucks that are just getting open and Brady's finding them so I think that that offense is going to be a huge challenge for um for the green bay packers to stop and um one thing though the bucks right guard uh who i'm pretty sure was a pro bowler uh either last season or season before missed the game against the saints and it wasn't too much of a big deal so i'm not sure if the packers uh defensive line will be able to exploit that matchup uh but the saints were not um i i think it's definitely gonna be a close game but you know um i'm gonna quote uh an analyst right here, but you know, fate of the universe on the line, Martians pointing the death beam at Earth. I'm taking Tom Brady to win this game. You don't bet against playoff Tom Brady. The Buccaneers are going to the Super Bowl. Okay, Andrew, that was a very that was a very bold thing to say. Quoting Max Kellerman on your prediction uh for for this game. Um so I'm going to talk about this here for a little bit. It's Aaron Rodgers versus Tom Brady. Like Dean said, arguably the two best quarterbacks of all time dueling against one another. Uh, I'm not sure if they've ever played before. I think we talked about it. Dean, what have they? I can't remember. Yeah, they played a few years ago and the Packers won, but it was in a regular season game. Okay. So yeah, they have played against each other before. It wasn't as big of a game as this is. Playoff Tom Brady versus playoff Aaron uh, Rodgers, two great quarterbacks. This game is really, really interesting to me. The Buccaneers have a better defense than the Packers, but in my perspective, the Packers have a better offense than the Buccaneers. Okay, against the Saints, the Buccaneers' defense looked like one of the best in the league, which was surprising to me because against the Saints before, they lost 38-3, to and, I mean, they did not look good. Uh, but, yeah, they made – obviously Drew Brees cannot throw the ball very far and cannot throw it as far as Aaron Rodgers. But granted, Drew Brees is arguably a top five quarterback of all time, or he is a top five quarterback of all time, who maybe uh, just last played his last game in the NFL, which, yeah, he just had a great career. I hope he comes back one more season, honestly, and just tries to win another Super Bowl. But that's something for next time. Um, But the the, the Packers passing game is so good. I don't know if the Buccaneers defense will be able to keep up with it as good as it is. I mean, they have three interceptions, one fumble recovery. I mean, they played really well, but I'm going to have to agree with Dean on this one. I'm going to go with the Packers in this matchup just because of how good their offense is. I mean, they've Aaron Jones, who is a top 10 running back in my opinion, or I mean, arguable top five, but right now he's not being used like one. I'm not sure if A.J. Dillon's going to play. Jamal Williams has been uh, pretty good recently. And I just think that how because their run offense is good enough, they can make the Buccaneers' defense commit to the run and then use their weapons like Devontae Adams and Robert Tunyon and even their running backs to just 
exploit them. And so I just think that they're going to be too much in this situation. Like Andrew said, a playoff Tom Brady is not someone you want to bet against. But in this case scenario, I'm going to bet against him once again. I did take the Saints in this past game. I was wrong there. But uh, I'm hoping this prediction goes in a different way. And in my perspective, the Packers, uh, they can do it against playoff Tom Brady and the Buccaneers. But but um, in my perspective, it's going to be close. The Buccaneers offense is really good. The one thing I was concerned about is that Chris Godwin and Rob Gronkowski both did not have very good games. So they both need to be on point uh, to keep up with the the great Packers offense. So, yeah, this game's going to be close, but I'm going to go with the one seed coming out on top. You haven't learned from your mistakes yet, Tyler. You'll see. Okay. Uh, yeah, you guys really covered it all, so I'm sort of just repeating what you guys have already said, but this is really shaping up to be the game of the week as uh, the Chiefs-Bills games has a little bit of complications that we'll get to later. That might not end up shaping out to be the greatest game of the weekend. Uh, but yeah, as you said, two of the greatest QBs to ever do it going head to head in the playoffs. It's going to be a lot of fun to watch. And uh, as we've already said five times on this podcast, you don't bet against playoff Tom Brady. So uh, I'm going to go with the Buccaneers in this one. Uh, Tom Brady just faced Drew Brees, another all-time great, and he outdueled him. So uh Obviously, the Packers are going to go into this game as the favorites, but I'm going to take Tom Brady and the Buccaneers in this game. Uh, Their defense looked great today. I don't think the Packers are going to make uh, as many silly mistakes as the Saints did and uh, turn the ball over as much, but I have a feeling feeling the Buccaneers will cause a few turnovers from uh, this Packers team, and they're going to capitalize off of that, and they're going to come away with a victory in this game and go to the Super Bowl. So, uh, yeah. Yeah, Campbell. Um, Tyler, do you want to talk about this first? Yeah, let me let me say I, something I disagree. real quick. Let me say something real quick. I don't think Aaron Rodgers turned the ball over against arguably the de- best defense in the NFL. They make them look silly. Um, Jalen Ramsey did not. I mean, he did not play terribly. I mean, yeah, I think people over exaggerated on that, but honestly, they just made they they made the best defense in the NFL not look like the best offense in the defense in the NFL. The Chargers, my favorite team, just hired Brandon Staley, which, you know what? I'm happy about it. He's he's a good coach this year. He's the Rams defensive coordinator. He ran a great defense this, uh, this year, the best in the league. But against the Packers, they did not look good. And the Buccaneers defense is not as good as the Rams defense, at least in my opinion. So if that indicates anything about this upcoming game, I just think that the the Packers are just going to win. I mean, Aaron Rodgers exposed that Rams secondary, which we hadn't seen happen very much. I mean... We saw that miscommunication on that one-yard touchdown to Devontae Adams. I mean, Jalen Ramsey was screaming at the other cornerbacks and linebackers. We hadn't seen that happen before. I mean, it was just the whole game. You could just see that the Packers were overpowering them. Aaron Donald was hurt, granted, but he didn't do as much as he could against other teams because of Corey Lindsley and a couple other offensive linemen. I just think that the Packers' offense is so good that even how good the Bucks' offense is right now, she's not going to be able to keep up with them. Yeah, All right. Well, um, I would just like to talk about uh, what. Oh, you want to go, Dean? All right, you can go. I'll go after you. All right. Um, I want to talk about uh, a th- something that Andrew said when he was talking about why the Buccaneers are going to win this game, and Campbell also mentioned it briefly. And it was never bet on playoffs uh, against pl- playoff Tom Brady. But uh, the only reason I'm doing that is not because I'm a Packers fan. It's because he's going against the MVP of the league, Aaron Rodgers, and Aaron Rodgers has 
definitely had a had the way better season than Tom Brady. You can't disagree with that. But I'm also going to take the Packers in this game because Mike Evans, who has been extremely productive for the Buccaneers these past few weeks, especially at the end of the regular season. I mean, the Packers have a top three cornerback, in my opinion, and I'd say in most people's opinions, in Jair Alexander. The only reason why people wouldn't consider him a top three cornerback is because no one can throw near him because he's so good. So he's going to be all over Mike Evans that entire game, uh, which is definitely going to ha- make Tom Brady uh, throw to someone like Chris Godwin, who struggled uh, heavily in this past game versus the Saints. And also what you said about the Saints defense, Andrew, how, uh, I mean, sorry, the uh, Buccaneers defense, how they made the Saints offense look lost. Drew Brees, let's be honest, he can't throw the ball anymore. He, he's so washed. Like you, you, you said to all of us that Drew Brees is washed and I think he's going to retire. Tom Brady literally just sent him to, to retirement, but I don't really think that those three Drew Brees interceptions had like much to do with the Buccaneers uh, defense being so good because Drew Brees is not good. Let's be honest. So uh, I'm going to have to take the Packers for sure in this one. Uh, yeah. That one thing you were saying about Mike Evans being shut down. Well, the same thing happened today from uh, Marshawn Lattimore. He had one reception and a touchdown, and it was like three yards on a little slant. So, if if the Packers do that next weekend, the the Saints or excuse me, the Buccaneers still found a way to win this game. So, only shutting down Mike Evans isn't isn't going to do it for you guys. Right, but the Saints also did not play well at I'm all. I'm not a you guys. Go Chargers. I'm not a you guys. I'm not a you guys. Dean's the you guys. In the Just in the first half, Jameis Winston had more passing yards than Drew Brees, and he had played one snap. That's how poorly Drew Brees okay. played. Okay, we are not talking about Drew Brees. Think, he had a respectable okay. career. He's a great quarterback, one of the best of all time. We are not going on rants about no, Drew Brees. This is about the Buccaneers. Drew Brees was a great quarterback. He's washed. He was a great. He was a great quarterback. The Chargers' biggest mistake in history of their franchise was uh, letting him go in free agency because they may have actually won a Super Bowl when they had the best running back in the league if they still had Drew Brees on their team. But Dean, yes, I would we, like to. Yes. I would like yes, to talk about a couple this. of your points. First off, the thing about Mike Evans, Campbell just said it for me. They have other weapons. They're not like the Packers, where if you shut down Devontae Adams, there's no one else to throw the ball to. They have Chris Godwin, who's a Pro Bowl wide receiver. They have Gronk, Didn't all the pro, pro tight this end. Year. They have Antonio Brown, who was the who has, I think, the most touchdown catch. He didn't catch over a pass past, this past week. Uh, he didn't catch a he pass. He has the most touch. Okay, well, he caught one in the first game, and he has the most touchdown uh, receptions one. in the past five years out of any wide receiver, and he's practically missed the last because two he was seasons. the best wide receiver. Like five okay, years ago, I'm he's not the best done. wide receiver I let you in the talk. league. I let you talk. Can I Can I finish, please? Stephen A. Smith versus Max Kellerman. Just, I let you talk, Dean. May I, may I please I'm finish? I'm letting you talk. I'm, I'm just unmuted. In the first game, um, back, back in, uh, I think, granted, in the first half of the season, so I guess teams, obviously, they're getting better by the time of the playoffs. So the Buccaneers beat the Packers 38-10, to 10, and I'll tell you how they beat them. First Aaron off, Rogers they ran. First off. It wasn't their first game. They it was our worst for... game, you mean, I, I said. It was okay, our well, entire team's okay, well, worst game. You don't game. get a pass. You don't get a pass. So I would like to finish, though. <laughs> they lost to the Saints 38-3. to The Buccaneers we beat ran the Saints. for around 200 yards against the Packers that game. And you say Aaron Rodgers doesn't turn the ball over and doesn't make dumb throws. Well, he threw two interceptions, okay? I so, said it was his worst game. Did I not? Okay, well, Tom Brady has a worst game as well. And the yeah, Saints defense, many many people regard the Saints defense as one of the best in the league, if not the best defense in the league. Tom Brady had no turnovers the entire game. And also, I just like to say one the thing. Devin so White, Devin White coming back for the Buccaneers yeah, is huge. That- he missed the first game. And that's the reason why uh, – 
the Redskins were able to get back in the game because he's such a good cover linebacker in coverage. He's he's terrific. And he, I think he had at least 10 tackles. He had that fumble he recovery. Yeah. He is going to be really key. And I'm telling you right now, Dean, if the Packers cannot run the ball, they're going to be in trouble because Aaron Rodgers is not going to be able to drop back 40 times and just sling the ball down the field because the Buccaneers, their defense is too good and they create too many turnovers for that. And I'm, I'm predicting the Bucs defense to show up like they did today. And, you know, just so you know, I know that you have a good point in saying like, oh, Aaron Rodgers, the MVP, but that does not necessarily mean much. He had the better season. Yeah. But this game was not part of that season. Is this game, is this game part of the previous season that he was MVP? No, he could be the worst quarterback in the league in this game. I'm not saying that's going to happen, but you, I don't think you can use that to say, oh, they're going to win because he's played so good all season, but Brady's played pretty good as well. Uh And yeah, the thing that I'm, the thing that is going to, this, the thing that I think is going to make this game is just going to, I, that is going to make this game really good is the fact that the Packers defense against the Rams played so much better than everyone was expecting. I mean, same could be said about the Bucks. Uh, yeah, that's true. Well. The Saints so didn't have a real offense. It might offense. be more, it might be more well. of a better defensive game than we might be expecting because against an offense that have Michael Thomas, um, Jared Cook, Alvin Kamara, and you Michael know what? Thomas did not, not have one catch, not one catch. He usually he's a red zone threat. He fumbled today. I mean, Michael Thomas, or no, I'm talking about Jared Cook fumbled today. Michael Thomas, yeah, he didn't have a catch, and Alvin Kamara couldn't get a lot going on the ground, but. Even if Drew Brees wasn't that good, that Saints defense, uh, that Saints offense is really good. So you know what? It might be more of a defensive battle than we thought. They only gave up uh, the the Buccaneers only gave up twenty points. I think the the Packers gave up how many? 18? 18 points. So not not a very big differential there. So I mean, both teams can put up a lot of points, and both teams have. I mean, I think the Buccaneers defense is probably better than the Packers, but I don't know by how much because the Packers defense looked pretty good. Um, so now we're going to move on to the next matchup. We are going to move on to the Buffalo Bills visiting the Kansas City Chiefs in the AFC Championship game. Um, I'll start with Campbell on this one. Campbell, before we go into this, I think let's assume we don't know very much. Let's assume that Patrick Mahomes is playing. We can say okay. if he isn't playing what we think is going to happen. But for now, say assume that he is playing because you know what? I think they're going to I think they want to play him this week. I mean, they might not want to if he's a maybe they might not want to put their franchise on the line. But uh, if he's if he's a probable, I think he's going to go. If he's a maybe questionable, I think he's going to go. But Campbell, what do you think about this? Uh, Yeah, I I don't think it's going to be up to like the Chiefs coaching staff. I think it's going to be up to their medical team. Like if Patrick Mahomes isn't ready to go, he's not ready to go. You can't throw out the future of your franchise for that. But assuming Patrick Mahomes is, we'll, we'll start with assuming he's 100% healthy miraculously. I think this is going to be a really good game if he's healthy, as you said. Uh, both the, the Bills and the Chiefs are both playing really, really good football. Uh, yeah, it's another two young quarterbacks. It's pretty interesting. We have two young quarterbacks in one matchup, two quarterbacks on the older side in that matchup. So that's going to be really really fun to watch uh so yeah in this bills chiefs games both are really high powered offenses both uh both teams like to throw the ball should be a really really good game some people are saying oh josh allen is like gonna be better than patrick mahomes so patrick mahomes assuming he plays is gonna have something to come out and prove 
So uh, that should be really interesting as well. And for my prediction for this game, with a healthy Patrick Mahomes, I'm going to take the Chiefs in this game. Their offense is just too good, in my opinion. We all saw on the last play of uh, the game today against the Browns, and they run this play three or four times a game on third and short or fourth and short. They just snap the ball, run right, and have Tyree Kill just run a drag, and nobody can keep up with him. Nobody. And even without Patrick Mahomes in the game, they were able to convert on that. So I just feel like the Chiefs' offense is too good to be handled every single time. Any position they're in, I always think they can pick up the first down. They had a second and 28 today. They picked up the first down. It's just this team makes plays and plays over and over again, and I don't think I don't think the Bills are going to be able to convert as many third downs as they are, and usually that's what decides these football games. So I'm going to take the Chiefs. Um. I think this game's uh, going to be a lot more interesting if Patrick Mahomes plays. Because um, if he doesn't play, like, I love Chad Henney, former Michigan quarterback. He had a great 2004 season for the Wolverines. He led, um, he actually, as Campbell said, he had the huge fourth down conversion. Uh, wait, wait, before you go on, you just referred to a season that happened a long time ago, so I don't know if we can Oh, talk no, about I'm not saying they're going to win if Chad Henney plays. I'm just, I'm just. Weren't even I'm just alive pr- when that happened. <laughs> This is just a Chad, uh, Chad Henney appreciation moment uh, for coming in, you know, saving the day. He's got that Michigan clutching, you know, Michigan quarterbacks are just built different. You know, there's two in the, uh, in the championship round, you know? So um, yeah, but onto the game. Uh, I'll first off with the chiefs, as Campbell said, I think their offense is by far the best in the league. And if Mahomes plays, there's, I don't think there's really any defense that can keep them under like 24, 25 points. So I think what's going to decide this game is how the Bills offense, how many points they can put up against um, against the uh, Chiefs defense. Because today, the Chiefs defense, uh, they had a couple miscues, a couple bad penalties. But for the most part, they were able to create some takeaways, give their offense some chance, some, uh, some good chances. The Chiefs were not able to... Um, capitalize on a lot of their red zone trips they took more field goals than usual and i think they're probably going to um to clean that up uh in practice and i i would assume Patrick Mahomes is going to play andy reed uh said that he actually looked good after the game and he was tweeting on his phone after so the fact that he's on his phone after a concussion that's pretty promising in my opinion um and you know like for the bills against the against probably the number one defense in the afc they put up 27 points, which is good. But I feel like I just feel like the Chiefs can can outscore that. And um they put up what was it, 17 against the Ravens, right? Yeah, so that's not gonna get it done against the Chiefs. So for me, I'm looking at Josh Allen, Stephon Diggs, that offense. I'm not sure if Zach Moss is gonna be back. Um, I think they said that Clyde Edwards Hilaire should be back for this game. He didn't play against the uh Browns, but they said he should be back uh for the AFC championship game. So I'm going to roll with the Chiefs on this one. Um, my Super Bowl matchup between my predictions is shaping up to be a very eventful one. Um, we got, you know, Tom Brady, the GOAT, and then we got Mahomes, the baby GOAT. Um, so, yeah, uh, I really hope that we can see that matchup because I think that would be, you know, uh, two pretty good uh, two pretty good teams going at it. Uh, something to put out here real quick. If the Buccaneers do advance to the Super Bowl, it is going to be in their own stadium. Remember, the, the Super Bowl is being take uh, is happening in um, Tampa Bay, Florida. So that would be a home game for the Buccaneers. So that would be interesting thing to watch. Um, 
Yeah, Andrew, like you said, the Bills defeated the Ravens 17-3. They gave up three points to Lamar Jackson, the most explosive quarterback arguably in the league, which is incredible to me. Granted, he did give up uh, – he did, I mean, he did uh, leave in the f- fourth quarter, third quarter. I don't remember exactly where it was, but he, he was out um, from the third quarter on – midway through the third quarter on. Um, but – yeah, the, the thing that's just going to be the biggest headline for me is Patrick Mahomes, is he going to play? I mean, if he plays, this is going to be a close game. If he doesn't play, it's not. But no matter what, I will be going with the upset here. I am going with the Buffalo Bills headed to the Super Bowl beating the Kansas City Chiefs. And here is why. Even if Patrick Mahomes is healthy, the Buffalo Bills gave up three points to a team with Lamar Jackson, a former MVP, someone that teams did not know how to guard for a long time. Their defense is underrated. They're, they gave up 24 points to a Colts team uh, that has a good ground game and an okay passing g- game. They did not look good there. They did not look great there. I- I'm not going to say that they not look good. They look good. Their offensive side of the ball is incredible. Their defensive side of the ball, in my perspective, is a little underrated. And in- I think that you know what? They can get it. Uh, they can get it done on the offensive side of the ball. Brian Dabble's a very good offensive coordinator. He was a he was a candidate for the Chargers head coaching job. That's why I know a lot about him. But we did hire Brandon Staley, so I'm not going to talk about that right now. But um, uh, but br- br- uh, Brian Dabble called some great plays against the Ravens. I mean, there were some plays where like, Josh Allen was rolling out, where he was pocket passing. Stephon Diggs was wide open. They did not get the ball to Cole Beasley very much, which I was surprised about because I was expecting him to be good in this game. He's a good slot wide receiver. One of the Ravens' uh, big uh, uh, worst things on the defense side of the ball was that third cornerback. They do not have that third cornerback. So I was expecting them to get Cole Beasley the ball a good amount. Um, but they did not do that. But John Brown, Stephon Diggs, their run game was pretty good with Devin Singletary. That offensive side of the ball is looking great. And the, the thing why I'm picking this Bills team is because against the Chiefs, I mean, against the uh, Browns, the Chiefs' defense did not look very good. I will say that again. Their ground, their run defense did not look very good, at least in my perspective. Their pass defense looked pretty good. I mean, they got Baker Mayfield through some good balls. Tyron Matthew looked great, but their run defense did not look great to me. And with uh, and uh, against the yeah, like Andrew's saying in the chat right now, against the best run game in the league. They're, I mean, they didn't look great, but they did, they looked fine. They got, they ended up with the dub, but they, 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 I, in my perspective, they get, they let the Browns come back. I mean, yeah, the Bills ran the ball three times in the first half. I remember seeing that stat, but if the Bills can establish the wrong pass game where they can establish both and maybe get the, maybe get the, uh, maybe get the Chiefs cheating on the pass game so they can have the run game open, that's an option. So, you know what, I'm going to go with the Bills here because I just think that Josh Allen can get it done. He's an MVP candidate. I think he, in a couple years, or maybe next year, he could get to Patrick Mahomes' level possibly. He's been playing really good football lately. Um, Yeah, and I'm going to go Stephon Diggs, Josh Allen, Jordan Poyer, Micah Hyde. I'm going to go with this good Bills team heading to the Super Bowl. It's a bold prediction, but there's definitely a chance it can happen. Yeah, so I'm going to have to agree with Andrew. I'm just going to be straight up about it uh, in my prediction. I'm going with the Chiefs, and I know they've literally in their last nine games, they've won all of their last nine games, uh, excluding the Chargers game, by seven points or less, which is extremely sad because the Chiefs offense just to be quite frank, it hasn't been as good as 
it was last year for uh, to say, or at the beginning of this season where they look super explosive. But the Chiefs, one thing they always do really well and one thing that they'll always do as long as they have Patrick Mahomes is they're always going to pull out those close games. And I think this is going to be a pretty ugly game from both teams as Patrick Mahomes, we still don't know if he's playing. Assuming he is, I'm still going to have to go with the Chiefs. Um, I think this will be more of a defensive battle because I don't think either Josh Allen or Patrick Mahomes, Tyler, I know you're shaking your head, but you also just chose the Buffalo Bills to take down Patrick Mahomes and the Kansas City Chiefs. So I don't know hey, why the you're Browns, shaking your head. You know right what? Now. Granted, anyways, Mahomes did not play in the fourth quarter. And I'm going to have to, yeah, I'm just going with the Chiefs because I, I, I can't see the Bills winning this game. Uh, Patrick Mahomes always pulls out those close ones. So I'm going to go with the Chiefs in this one. Um, one thing I'd like to mention, uh, like you said, Tyler, about the run game, um, the Bills did not run the ball once in the first half, and I think they ran like under five run plays the entire game. Um, that's pretty incredible, not running the ball at all. And the Chiefs' pass defense is actually not bad. They have good cornerbacks and safeties. Tyron Matthew, I think, is one of the most underrated players. Yeah, His value good. is so underrated. So I don't think the Chiefs are going to have a problem with that. Okay, the, the thing that I was saying about like, their run game didn't look great. I mean, their run defense didn't look great. It's because the past their uh the Bills pass offense is so good. If they can get the Chiefs defense cheating onto that pass offense, they can get some moving uh they can get some uh yards running the ball. And I think that could be very important, especially in a close high scoring game, which I think it's gonna be. I mean, Josh Allen's a great quarterback. He can make something out of nothing, similar to uh Patrick Mahomes. So if he starts doing a lot of that, starts throwing some good balls, maybe even some dangerous ones to maybe get the Chiefs defense uh, going, maybe cheating a little bit, uh, throwing some deep balls so they uh, play more cover threes, cover twos instead of just uh, blitzes all the time. I mean, this could definitely, I think this, the Bills could definitely come out on top in this game. I, it's it, obviously the Chiefs have a very good chance, especially if Mahomes plays, but I like the Bills in this game just because they've been playing really well for this basically this whole season. But recently, I mean, they haven't lost a game and I don't know how long. And uh, yeah. You know what? It's I think it's going to be an offensive battle, different to Dean. I think it's going to be an offensive battle, but you know what? It's going to be close. But I'm going to come out with the Bills on top. Tyler, I I agree with you when you said that um, the the Chiefs' run defense didn't look that great versus the Browns, especially in the second half. Because in the first half they looked pretty good, and in the second half it almost fell apart. But I don't really think that Devin Singletary is going to be able to just tear apart the Chiefs' run defense because. In my opinion, he's he's not an elite back like the Chiefs just faced in Nick Chubb and Kareem Hunt even on his former team. So uh, I'm still gonna have to take the Chiefs. Uh, I think they're the better team overall, and I think this. I like when I said it was gonna be a defensive game. I didn't like. I envision Patrick Mahomes and Josh Allen to both throw a pick or something like that, and it, to be a, a somewhat low scoring game because I think that the stereotyper for these two teams, they're both very high uh, offensive powerhouses and they'll put a lot of points on the board. But I think this will be a mid-scoring game, game like in the 20s. So that's why I meant by a defensive grind. Um, Adding to what you're kind of saying, the thing that I think is going to make this game what it is, it's just going to be, will Tyreek Hill and McCole Hardman use their speed to their advantage against, I mean, that's a fast secondary but it's not, I mean, they can't keep up with Tyree Kill and McCole Hardman. No secondary in this league can. But with the Bills have a good secondary in Tredavious White, Josh Norman, 
uh, Jordan Poyer, Micah Hyde. They have a good secondary. If they can keep up with these fast wide receivers, I think that the Bills have a pretty good shot in this game because this offense can do a lot. So, you know what? It's going to be close. The Chiefs are going to be favored, especially if Mahomes plays. We're hoping Mahomes plays just because we want it to be a close game and he's one of the best in the league, arguably the best quarterback. I'm okay. It's not arguably. He is the best quarterback in the league. I don't even know why I said this. He's the best player in the league. Um, so we want him to play just for the sake of the NFL. So, yeah. Okay, so does anyone have anything final to say on this topic? Aaron Rodgers is better than Mahomes right now. Okay, we're just going to move on from that because that, um, that is not worth our time to go into that conversation. Um, I mean, yeah, you could definitely make the claim, but right now I feel like, I mean, you could definitely make the claim Rodgers is better than Mahomes, but in all honesty, there's no way. I'm, I'm sorry, Dean. Like, he might win MVP, but we all know Mahomes would have won MVP if he played that last week. And there's nothing That's you not can dispute. True. That's not true. Okay, Andrew and Campbell, what do you guys think? If Mahomes, if Mahomes played, played that last week, okay, okay. would he have won MVP? No, okay. no, no, because the, I don't... The, media, uh, the media has been uh, giving Aaron yeah, Rodgers the, the award. It, it's turned yeah. into a media award. They just wanted to write... Like, I'm not, I'm not saying Rodgers didn't deserve it, but they just wanted to write the story for him to get MVP. They had very identical seasons, but, uh, so... Yeah, hard. in my yeah, they both had ridiculous seasons. I mean, you yeah. can't go wrong with picking either of them. But I mean, if Mahomes did play that last week, he probably he would have thrown. He would have had more passing yards. He would have had more. I don't know if he would have had more touchdowns. No, Aaron sure. Rodgers had like eight more touchdowns than him this year. But he had more passing yards. I mean, it would have been. That's close. the only thing he had. But he had right way less now, interceptions think, as well. Way less yeah. interceptions. As no, well. no, Aaron Rodgers had less than Mahomes. This I'll yeah. take Mahomes though. Aaron yeah, I think, I, I think I'm going to take Mahomes. You know what? I'm going to take that back. More. Even if Mahomes did play that last week, I'm not sure uh, Aaron Rodgers I mean, wouldn't have the word. I'm not sure Mahomes would I mean, would've at this it. current moment, I'm taking Tom Brady over uh, Aaron Rodgers. Okay, so, okay, like, if, okay. We understand so, like, your if point I'm, there. If we I'm, just if I'm taking just Tom Brady over Aaron Rodgers, I'm taking Patrick Mahomes over Aaron Rodgers. You know what I'm saying? You're a Cowboys fan, so... <laughs> Say. Dak Prescott will be a top five quarterback next year. Mark my words. I will not dispute that. Dak Prescott is a good quarterback when healthy. The question is just going to be, is he going to be healthy? Okay. They're so gonna now we're going to move Heineke. on to the shot clock segment. Campbell, you want to introduce our shot clock segment for today? Uh, Yeah. So our shot clock segment for today, first of all, for our loyal viewers, you know how it works, but pretty much we're going to put 24 seconds on the clock, propose a question, and each of us has 24 seconds to respond uh, and today's question is going to be which player playing in the conference championship will be the breakout player in your opinion? And this is not including the quarterbacks. So uh, I assume we're all going to choose offensive wait, 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 players. Before we go on, do you mean like who's going to be a breakout player next season or who's going to no, in, in, in in the game? So we're going to go with Dean on this one first. Dean, 24 seconds on the clock starting now. All right, so for my breakout player in the AFC and NFC Championship games, I'm going to have to go with A.J. Dillon. I was not aware of this question until 30 seconds ago, so I'm just going to go with the rookie A.J. Dillon running back for the Green Bay Packers. I mean, they've had a really good triple threat of Ham, Jamal Williams, Aaron Jones. They all rushed for a ton of yards, over 200 versus the Rams. Great defense, so I'm going to have to go with A.J. Dillon. I think he'll definitely be a X factor in this game versus the Buccaneers, and I think he'll do really well. Okay, Andrew, it is your turn now. 24 seconds on the clock, starting now. 
So like Dean, um, for my breakout player, I'm going to go with a running back, but he's going to be uh, on the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. I'm going to go with Ronald Jones. He came back this week, and he was an absolute beast. He didn't have the most impressive stats, but he was running the ball hard with another week to get back healthy and that, no offense, Dean, pretty uh, below-average run defense that the Packers have. I think that Ronald Jones could definitely be a key factor for the Buccaneers winning this game. Okay. Campbell, it is your turn now. 24 seconds on the clock, starting now. Okay, since I was uh, bullied out of saying Travis Kelsey, I'm going to go with Miko Hardman on the Kansas City Chiefs. Uh, he's obviously not the best player on the Chiefs, but he's he's a deep threat. He can make big plays. When they're, when they're double-teaming Kelsey and Tyreek, he, he's going to find a way to get open this week, and I think he's going to come up with some big plays and uh, a touchdown. So, yeah. Okay, it is my turn now. Who wants to tie me? If no one else wants to, it can tie me. I can tie myself. Okay, Dean's timing me. All right, Tyler. 24 seconds on the clock, starting now. Okay, so for my kind of breakout player this week, I'm going to go with Buffalo Bills running back Devin Singletary. Zach Moss is out with an injury, out for the rest of the playoffs. If they make the Super Bowl, it will be for there. It is automatically for the AFC Championship. He will not be returning. So Devin Singletary will have the whole backfield for this whole game. And I think that with the below-average Chiefs run defense that didn't look very good against the Browns, even though they do have a great run defense, I think he's going to have a good game and be important for this Bills offense against the Chiefs. Okay, does anyone have any last final thoughts about these two games or about our shot clock things or anything? Okay, Campbell. Uh, since I was shamed out of saying this earlier, I'll say it now. Watch out for Travis Kelsey this week. I know he's the best tight end in the league. You guys have told me that eight times, but he's going to come up with a big play this week. I promise you. I promise you. Pick him in, pick him in fantasy if you can. <laughs> Dean, I doubt any, that. Dean, any X-Factor players for either game? Yeah, I think that um, I think that Rashawn Gary, and, and oh, one okay. of Andrew's favorites, uh, is going to come on big. Probably get two and a half sacks on Brady. Uh, so yeah, I think the Packers are going to win. Let's just be honest. Thank you, ladies and gentlemen, for listening to At the Buzzer Podcast. I'm Tyler Fertel alongside Dean McCollum, Campbell Klein, and Andrew Lubliner signing off for now. Make sure to go follow us on all the social media platforms: Twitter, TikTok, Instagram, and uh, yeah, we'll see you next time.